two, three. Hello, and welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast. Boy, oh boy, are you in for it today. Dude, wheezy, dude. We're at, <laughs> we're at the final Foo Fighters episode, which, if you're a first-time listener, what? I downloaded this. It's about Foo Fighters, but what are you talking about? Well, let me tell you. We're two-fifths of the Wet Bandits, the greatest 90s cover band in the world. But what do we do on this podcast? Well... Talk we, shit. We talk <laughs> shit. We do a lot of smack talking about the bands we cover. And what we do is discography. So if you're listening to this for the first time, this is Foo Fighters Concrete and Gold. If you're listening to this as your first album, stop. Stop. Hit the subscribe <laughs> button. Hit the subscribe button and go back to the first episode on the Foo Fighters. I mean, go back to the first episode yeah. that we did. A boy named Goose. This was before we did discographies, before Sam was a host. Yep. But if you, if nothing else, just go back. Like I don't know. What did we say? What episode is or which uh, album is this? Hold on. One. Oh. Two, three, four, five, nine, six, seven, nine. This is the ninth Foo Fighters episode. So you got to go back and start at the beginning because we like to cover discographies. We like to see how bands change how they evolve, or sometimes go in the crapper. We like to uh, we like to revisit the things we loved. Do you know what we should do? What? Like at the end of a discography, we should compare it to like how an animal has evolved. evolved. <laughs> or a Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did this become a Jolteon, or did this just become a stupid... Is this a tadpole to a frog kind of evolution? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we should do that. A caterpillar to a butterfly? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Red Hot, For instance, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Caterpillar. No. They were good at the beginning, though. Yeah. You know? But you could also do it like, you know... Tadpole or caterpillar to butterf- butterfly is just like the lifespan. Yeah. But you could also do like, you know, did this go from bacteria to modern <laughs> man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a good idea. I'm glad glad we come up with these on mic. Um, but on mic, that should be a bit because your name's Mike. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do a do you lie. Do you lie? Dude, I, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute as we haphazardly get through the intro as we always do. Um, yeah. So we cover discographies, uh, evolution, blah, 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 turn into a Jolteon. And <laughs> yeah. Thunderstone. <laughs> Thunder- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but a lot of this, at least for me, as, as the more we do this, the more I realize that the main goal is to bring people back to this stuff, to listen to it again or for the first time for yourself. A lot of this deserves to be revisited, at least to see if it was ever worth listening to in the first place, <laughs> or to, your, to remind yourself how good it was. Yeah. Now, as we get to Concrete and Gold, which is the most recent Foo Fighters album that we're going to talk about, this album is only two and a half years old. Two, not even. I remember it came out, man. 
I don't because I famously on this podcast stopped listening to the Foo Fighters after one by one. Um, but Concrete and Gold was released on September 15th, 2017. So that means considering that Sonic Highways come out, came out in November of 2014, Wasting Light in April 12th, 2011, uh, then there's kind of a bigger gap between Wasting Light and Echo Sounds. But, but anyway, every three or four years, Foo Fighters releases an album, which now that we're in 2020 means later this year, you probably could expect a new one. You kind of told me that that's true, right? Yeah. It's like their 20th or 25th. Right. Like It would make sense to the 25th anniversary cause, uh, because their self-titled came out July 4th, 1995. Um, so since we do discographies, um, if that... If and when that album is released, um, we will cover that. That'll be like the next episode we do, even if, if it comes out in the middle of a discography we're doing. Speaking of which, did you see Stone Temple Pilots are coming out with a new album? I think I did see that. I Mostly because of, I mean, I know that Chester Bennington like killed himself, but, or did he? Have you seen that conspiracy theory that like, I think so. the like, uh, I don't know, that, Chris Cornell and Chester mm-hmm. Bennington were like killed by the same people. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember hearing you talking about it. Really? Yeah. Gosh, At, and, uh, and let me tell you, my details and information are still very surface level. <laughs> I have no no evidence. I've just seen other people say it. Um, but yeah, I I really liked Stone Temple Pilots' most recent one, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard you. Were you and Jeff talking about uh, Jeff some, loves it. Yeah. I mean, but Jeff doesn't have the same allegiance to Scott Weiland that a lot of people would have. And it probably doesn't bother Jeff as much mm-hmm. that he does kind of sound like he's trying to yeah. do an impression of Scott Weiland. But anyway, I also just with stone Temple pilots because of their more recent releases when Scott Weiland returned and when Chester Bennington came in and now the newer guy, I think they might've even had another guy. Oh yeah, they did. Army of anyone with fucking hashtag Richard Patrick. Oh, <laughs> sorry <man>. for <laughs> oh enemy of the show Richard that Patrick. guy <laughs> <laughs> Richard Patrick. Then when they so I just felt like this was going to be another one and done. Yeah, you know they record one album with this guy and then they're in tor- turmoil again. But they're already releasing a second one. I'm excited for it. It comes out in less than a month or something. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, um. Concrete and gold. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to cover today. Um, I like it. Yeah, I do I like too. And I, and I have to, we have to say, I think, because, I mean, we don't have to, but I'm going to. We're recording this before the Wasting Light and Sonic Highways episode. And because we are an upstart, hashtag get us a producer podcast, um, we're always kind of behind the eight ball to get things done. We're recording two episodes a week now, which for a band that I don't listen to anymore means that I have to do a lot of catching up and I haven't listened to wasting light or sonic highways yet. So I'm, I'm kind of prepping out of order. I'm going to keep that in perspective as I listen to them, but, um, I don't, I didn't listen to concrete and gold with the perspective of what happens with wasting light and sonic highways. So (coughs) that also means we, (coughs) Bless you, sir. Oh my gosh! Are you edit that out? No, there will be no editing. Everyone will hear your sneezes, and your brains getting shot yeah. out of your nose onto the wall. Dude, they're everywhere. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but 
most importantly, at the end of these discographies, we always rank them. And so I'm not going to rank. It'll be on this episode, but it's going to be tacked on. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be great. Very seamless, I'm sure. So let's do it. Do it. Um, there. Well, let's do a little background first. Do you know? Do you a know? Kind of like uh, cameos in this album. Yeah. Um, they recorded this, I think, the same time as like Queens of the Stone Age's new album, Villains. Oh, okay. They're kind of across the street from each other. Yeah. And, oh, I thought there was going to be uh, something more about the music that. video for Run is badass. It's is a bunch it? of old people. Like they're dressed as old people and like they're taking over the retirement home. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, what I was going to say, you know, just reading through a little bit of the concepts and whatever behind this. Um, I'll, apparently Dave wrote this um, to represent the like atmosphere surrounding Dr- Donald Trump's election yeah. in 2016. Um which, you know, surprise, he was not a fan of. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, I've said um a lot. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. If we had a producer, they could cut out those. Um th- I mean, people, don't listen. Don't listen to that. Don't pay attention to all the ums now because it'll drive you, you wild. You should replace it with another word. Or just like an, a guitar sound. Yeah. Like a <laughs> Yeah, that would be. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Oh. What? We. Wheezy, what is it? It slammy. <laughs> there it was. We just introduced who we were. Yeah. But <laughs> because we have now recorded, I realized after I got home after we these episodes have not released yet, but we re- also recorded last week in your honor discs 1 and 2. Never anywhere on those episodes did we say who we were. We said we were two fifths <laughs> of the wet bandits. We didn't tell anyone our names. And we didn't do it in the episode we just recorded an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. So hey, I'm Wheezy. That's Slammy. I feel like I need to tell you that those aren't our real names. Like, those are our God. those are our stage names. We like to carry a very mysterious persona. Yeah, like when you drink and like you get to that level, does is that Wheezy? <laughs> 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 Do I have a different drinking persona that becomes wheezy? Uh, no. 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 I think my everyday life is wheezy, and my drinking <laughs> yeah. persona is my real. <laughs> that's Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yes. So Michael. It's it's. <laughs> I've become Michael. So that's. That's like a scary movie. <laughs> dude, Michael's in there, dude. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> like hey i'd watch out you might want to stay out yeah. there best to avoid that's that michael situation yeah. so yes um so you'd expect maybe to hear some frustration on this album maybe um but oh i just did it but also the foo fighter described this is straight from wikipedia described by the band as an album where quote hard rock extremes and pop sensibilities collide no. Okay. You I feel like Foo Fighters have said that every single album. Yeah, this said. one they kind of went back to like some digital stuff, I think. Did they? Yeah, just like some stuff. And I think this one's like their most experimental in a way. Uh, I would agree. Mostly And it's like the harmonies, they're just way out there. It's like dude, like Queen harmonies. Not like cuz Queen has really good harmonies obviously, but yeah. like 
Just a little too much. Um, I thought of Queen also. Yeah. We did not talk about that, but I also thought of Queen. I think that means it's time to get into this because because we're going to start realizing about, yeah. we're going to start realizing we have the same thoughts about this and it's going to get ruined because we won't have talked have referenced any of the songs yet. T-shirt is song 1. This is a classic Foo Fighters, classic yeah. Foo Fighters opener that's like not a real song. Yeah. So it starts with this whole, you know, he's singing about not wanting to be king or queen. He just wants to keep my t-shirt clean. Yeah. You like is that? It yeah, it's playing. I don't hear it, very, bro. It's very soft. Oh. Like those. Those are like the vocals. Like. Who knows? Maybe I'll say this on the Wasting Light episode and in the Sonic Highways episode, but on the Echoes episode, I said a lot of what Foo Fighters are starting to do sounds to me like at New Alice in Chains. Mm. You, this also sounds like New Alice in Chains. It's to like me. they're going like for that brighter sound, but Alice in Chains goes for the darker. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? But even it, it almost feels like a dark Foo Fighters song because Alice in Chains are getting older. That they are getting brighter, mm. and because Lane's dead, Lane was the original singer of yeah. Alice in Chains. He brought a lot of the weird, mm-hmm. scary, dark elements to Alice in Chains. And Jerry, the main songwriter who's still with the band, is more of the pop rock guy. Yeah. And so now that he's the main, almost only songwriter, a lot of and he's gotten older. A lot of the songs have more pop sensibilities. So Foo Fighters and Alice in Chains are sort of meeting more in the middle now. Mm-hmm. Those vocals, while queenish too, the intervals and the the heavy guitars and stuff sounds like New Alice in Chains to me also. And I hate I I probably will try not to make that comparison anymore because I realize that it I'm only making that comparison with my limited scope of what I currently listen to. So it's not there's probably other things that they sound like, but those are just what immediately comes to mind. The like we said, that's kind of the typical way a Foo Fighters album starts. Yeah. Not every album, but a lot of them start with a song that's less than two minutes long and kind of feels like it's not really a song. And then they get into Run, which is Run the first single. Yeah. Okay. I remember when that came out. I was sitting at my desk at work. I was like, oh, yeah. I got a sneeze coming on. So far, this is a very sneezy you, episode. Thank, you. thank you. I or po- is it a very wheezy? Or a very <laughs> <laughs> it's a sneezy, a wheezy episode. Oh. Shit. What? Did you forget to go over the information? You know I did. <laughs> God, we have to do a hard stop because this is one of the funnest parts of yeah. the episode for people. What was going on on the date of the release of this album? The release date for Concrete and Gold is September 15th, 2017. I'm going to blow through it since we've already started talking about the album. Number one song, September 15th, 2017, was Look What You Made Me Do, Taylor Swift. I don't know that song. Nope. Not a huge Taylor Swift fan. Number one mainstream rock song, Highway Tune, Greta Van Fleet. Uh, Yep. Number one album, do you have a guess? No. It's a pretty easy guess. 
What is it? Concrete and Gold. Oh, yeah. This is number one. This is their, I think, second number one album. So this was, and as we've talked about in previous episodes, it seems as while I was paying attention to the Foo Fighters, they were not as popular <laughs> relative to their spot on the billboard. And as I stopped paying attention to them, they became more popular. Like I said, I think this is their second number one album. And now back to Run, which is the first single. I really like the mix of this album. Yeah, I do too. I like think. Just like the drums and bassy. I've said before, and I'll say it again, that I wish the drums were a little louder in every Foo Fighters album mix, and that stays true here. I would also add that you kind of said a while ago, and I'm sure we're going to talk about, hold on, we got to stop and listen to this verse. You like this? Yeah. I don't. So, like, I don't know this for sure, but, like, you know, a lot of, like, contemporary pop songs kind of have that that beat. The beat that they're playing right now? Yeah, but it's, like, slower and, like... Yeah. But that this was their take on it. Like, we're going to take this beat and make it, like, metal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think that was a Dave thing or a Taylor thing? Definitely a Dave, Dave thing. That's too bad. I want Taylor to have some cool drum ideas. Let him take the reins. Yeah. Dude, Taylor Hawkins is like a beast live. Like, that's why I have my Roto Toms set like they are, because he'll literally go, because he has like concert toms. Roto Toms are like little baby drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can turn them and it loosens and tightens the drum. Yeah. And then he just like goes around the world, bro. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. You you told me, and I've, you like I said, recording out of order. I might say this again. Previously, uh-huh. the Back to the Future. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, well, that his his drumming or just like oh a, yeah 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 about his drumming. You said that he he gets a lot like heavier, not heavier like metal wise, but seems to be groovier maybe in in more recent albums i don't feel that way you know Uh, better than i do because you're a drummer play like the last part of run okay let's i'm gonna get to the chorus first okay and then i'll play the last part Okay, that's what I'm calling the chorus. And you're talking about the very end. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking like about. Like where those fills. Am I? Yeah, turn, turn it up. Like, when you keep, keep going, you keep doing stuff like that. You probably fast forward that. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Should I keep going? Yeah. 
Might as well. I had to turn it down to avoid copyright infringement. all the timestamps we just li- <laughs> we just got sued we listened to that for like five full minutes no Did we, we didn't. didn't no the I'm song sorry, the song is only 523 <laughs> yeah we need some time stamping from you that 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 song's good it's not like my favorite uh, even on the album but i i'm i can enjoy listening to the chorus i'm not a big fan of the screamy verse yeah. i don't think it's because i'm a wuss but it might be it could be Here's what I was gonna say about Taylor is one, I wish he was more in the mix. Oh yeah. Two, another thing that I complained a lot about with Foo Fighters is I just wish everything slowed down just a tick. Oh, I see what you're saying. This album is much more on my level. Oh yeah. With the tempos. Yeah. Because it's really not that fast. It's not that fast. One, and two, and they're three. not like even when it's not fast, I always felt like Foo Fighters, maybe Taylor, maybe Dave, maybe both, were like really pushing the beat like Mm -hmm. driving it even on a slower song and i don't this one is more laid back this one is more like okay they're relaxed in the tempo they're in yeah so yeah that's that's my take on it that what do you think about make it right it's this is song three justin timberlake's in it he is he does that part. See, here's what I... There's a round-the-world fill in this one, too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This... I'm... Similar to Echoes, the Echoes album, where I was on board with the song during during the verse for Erase, Replace. I'm on board right now with this. But... Because they have the beginnings of something that's going to be a cool song here. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they get to the chorus. Kind of sounds like rapping. So that's the chorus. It's, to me, that's uninspired. I don't know. I'm just. I still like the, I'll still listen to the song. I I don't think I will. That. (laughs) <laughs> say what you were is that all you were gonna say yeah, you'd still yeah. listen to it if you wanted to hear jt's yeah where is he i think it's like the bridge sorry for this people yeah. i'm just this chorus man i like the drums this fill Hold on. Yeah. They brought Justin Timberlake into the studio. I guess he was like, (laughs) he was like walking around. I was like, dude, I want to be in, I want to be in the Foo Fighters record. You know, you know what? Make him sing an entire song. I said, he's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. No. 
Oh, I know what you can do, asshole. Yeah. So, la, 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 la. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's totally a Michael move. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that song, five stars, would not listen again. Okay. Um, yeah. Next single, Sky is a Neighborhood, which was a number one mainstream rock single. So I remember hearing this at work and I remember saying to you that I heard this new Foo Fighters song and I was like kind of into it because I was surprised and it was this one Mm -hmm. and you kind of, the impression I got from you that you were kind of lukewarm on it. Yeah. Are you just okay with it? Yeah. Listening to it again and listening to this verse, it's like, this is kind of lame. But it's a good kind of lane. It kind of builds, like, in the way, like, you keep adding more stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they're building here. This reminds me of, like, AWOL Nation, kind of. Like, oh. Sail. You know that song? Mm. I kind of feel like I have to play it for you, but I like this. Yeah. I like the drums. Yeah, it's it's really sing songy and and swingy, mm-hmm. which is not usually a Foo Fighters yeah. thing to be swingy like that. So so I'm and they're swinging like hard, mm-hmm. you know, boom boom. Like there there's different elements to swing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can swing like with a really loose groove, and I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not a music teacher, so I mean I. I shouldn't say that because a lot of what this podcast is is trying to put what whatever level of professionalism we have in music trying to put it in simpler terms. And here I am saying like I can't explain this. Mm-hmm. But but obviously a beat no matter what tempo you are is an amount of time and obviously I shouldn't say obviously if you think about it there's an infinite amount of space in that time mm-hmm. right like I, it's not infinite because there's a start and an end but you could divide that amount of time infinitely yeah into small and wherever because we're not robots mm-hmm. or computers when we hit beats we swing with it, we fall somewhere within that space of time and the straighter and more like measured you are the less swingy something is mm-hmm. the and so swing could almost be described as like a little bit of slop but my my band teacher taught us when we were in jazz band and stuff that tr- truly like funk and swing have to be more accurate than something played much yeah. straighter or else it just sounds like slop. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm. So, but with that being said, when you listen to this song and how they're like swing it, like that would yeah. be the straight version instead um they are putting like i would call that a pretty heavy swing yeah like they're it's not just sort of like flowing through they're making a point to be like this is a swing beat, mm-hmm. you know, at least how they're not the drum, not necessarily the drums, but how they're singing it oh, is okay. very like swingy. Um, but I wanted to play 
uh, a little bit of, so we're going through the verse here. And I said, it sounds like Sail by AWOL Nation. So that's the chorus or pre-chorus, depending on how you look at it. And here's, here's Sail. I'm sure you'll know it when you hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it's... I think it's the backup vocals, how there's like the... Sail! Yeah. In, in both uh-huh. songs, kind of. So that's where, I don't know, that's where I made that connection. No, I definitely hear it. Here's a song I... I know you like. Yeah. distortion i guess dude this is the kind of different thing i wish foo fighters would do more yeah that i love the guitar sound yeah i really like the like you said the bass that like what they're doing with the sound is great i told you already before we did this that the chorus falls flat for me again i just wish they did something different with it you know they get to the chorus and it's basically like a slightly different version of the yeah. verse. And he's saying, keep your pretty promise to yourself, like referring to Donald Trump's. Oh. I think so. Mm. I didn't catch that. Yeah. But, you know, there's probably a lot. And, you know, with a, as little time as we have to digest this. So here's the chorus. So, so there that song is. It's okay. I like it. It's fine. Up. By the way, I'm I'm embracing it's fine now that I decided that yeah, dude, it's it's going on a t-shirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that song also. I don't know. That song sounds very like flower power to me. I, even though it's like a that was totally backwards. It's got anger in it, and it's so power it, flower. <laughs> power. <laughs> No, it reminds me of, I don't know, like 70s sort of um, space rock, sort of, I guess. There's a song that was on Guitar Hero that comes to mind that doesn't sound, I can't remember the name of it, man. It's about Jesus, I think. Oh, no. I'm trying to Google it. I'll find it if I can, but. uh, Which Guitar Hero do do you remember? Three? Three. You can do it. Is it the Killers song? No, no. no. This was a, like an older song. Oh, uh, I can't remember. I'm stupid for not being able to remember this. But it, it'll come... T- it, I'm probably just wrong. It's probably not about Jesus at all. But anyway. Dirty Water. I I said we weren't going to go... I didn't say it on mic, but... Yeah. I said we weren't going to go through all these songs on mic. I love dir- Dirty Water. I like it too. It's definitely... Another example of Foo Fighters like putting a song together where the 
beginning and end sort of don't seem to match. Yeah. But so here's the beginning for a little bit. And I like the drums. They're like really quiet. You know? Mm-hmm. This is talking about like pollution, like climate change. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, dirty water. I think so. I don't know. That's another like country lick. For sure. Yeah, I better turn it down so we don't get sued. Fucking. Do I need? Do I need to stop saying that? Word? No, it's okay as long as I don't. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably okay that I do. Okay, it probably isn't on Guitar Hero Three because I don't think I saw it. Do you like Guitar Hero? We should bust it out sometime. Yeah, I don't know, man. Here's the thing with Guitar Hero. When you actually play guitars, sometimes there's yeah. it becomes difficult. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying I'm better than Guitar Hero. I did enjoy playing it. The other thing, though, is that you get that little bit of lag from the TV to the... Yeah, the calibration. Yeah, the calibration. And every time I, calibrate. Tr- I, I... I went through some trouble to try to get it calibrated, and I never could get yeah. it quite right. And that really bothers me. It really me. depends on the TV. Yeah. So Dirty Water, anyway, you heard the beginning. It's very, like, sing-songy and soft. And then you get um, roughly, I think, to about here, and it becomes a new song. Yeah. Hard pause. I, I realized that I did a great job. Thank you for pat on the back <laughs> with my timestamp. But I forget that sometimes out of context, it almost... You would never guess that those were the same songs. So here's a little build for you into that part. Like it's going somewhere. That is a great keyboard sound, synth sound or whatever. Live when they do this song, you know, when they're like, the vocals are like right after another, like Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins will like switch off. Oh. Which is pretty sweet. What what do you mean? Sorry. Listen, like one begins just when the other one Yeah, sorry, I was right distracted. Here. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there's also a video of them playing this song, and it's just like takes up so much riffage. So much riffage that like the power goes out. And then they try to play it again, power goes out again. Wait, what? Yeah. Explain this to me again. Like they're all the band's playing this part and then the power shuts off and then they reboot it and then they try playing it again, and the power shot shuts off again then they like play like for all the cows or something because they can't finish the song (laughs) that's cool yeah that's a good story that's why we come to this podcast is to have that kind of storytelling i can't find this gd song (laughs) is this bothering you bro it's bothering me so much you know why it is 
I didn't mention it the last recording we did, but because I try not to say the same thing on every podcast, but it's the same deal that we have when I lose sight of other things that I'm trying to think of when I say, that was a nice sentence I just spit <laughs> out, right? When people are on Family Feud and you're watching me, you're like, what the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, Why yeah. can't you think of that answer? And it's because you're distracted by all the other things. I sympathize with those people uh-huh. now because I have so much going on. If I could just sit without headphones on and not have to think, and I could just be like, give me 30 seconds <laughs> just give me 30 to figure seconds. that out, <laughs> I could come up with it. Yeah, But I, I can't. You know what? We can't skip the next song either yeah. because you have thoughts. Arrows. You know what? I say we just skip to this beautiful timestamp I did at about 222. That's the chorus, bro. Well, one of the choruses. We're a little build up here. This is like the second verse. Right. What do you think of this song? I like it. You do? Yeah. I thought you didn't. No, I like I like it a lot. Oh. Oh. Just the I was just like the lyrics aren't my favorite, but I love Yeah. It. I like the song a lot. Yeah. Actually. It's pretty sweet. And I like it. I I've said before that I don't love Dave's vocal delivery, but I do like it here. Yeah. Like, it's like mid yeah. It's like not angry, but uh, like strong. Yeah, you know? it's strong. It's and it's nuanced. Yeah, a little exactly. bit. Whereas Dave is a lot of times scream or whisper. Uh-huh. There's a little nuance in there. Uh, token, token, quiet song. Token acoustic ditty. Yeah, like a Beatles thing. Yeah, very Blackbirdy. Yeah, I like it. Buried in track eight. Where a lot of songs like this are buried. Yeah. I think the on Echoes, the ballad of the Miners was song eight. Oh. The only beef I have with this song, because it is pretty, mm-hmm. and I like listening to it, but it's a little monotonous, which I think is a, a complaint I've had throughout this whole discography for Foo Fighters, is that it's when they do a song like this, it never there's not a lot of ebbs and flows or dynamics it's just the same thing for three and a half minutes Hmm. is how i feel about it but let's i just want to get to sunday rain okay yeah paul mccartney plays drums that's right (laughs) i'm i'm actually glad you brought that up because i had i had seen that but i'd forgotten yeah dude i think his drum playing is like Really? Just the way, like, the subtle things he does. Like, he, like, turn it around real quick and go back. Like, yeah. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. I guess he played a lot of the songs on, like, the Wings records. Yeah. Like, Band on the Run. He plays drums in that song. I'm pretty sure he plays on some Beatles albums, too. Oh, really? I'm pretty. 
at least I had heard or been told at some point that one of, I mean, Ringo is maybe the famous, most famous drummer ever. Neil yeah. Peart just died yesterday yeah. when we were when we we're recording this, and Neil Peart is either the most famous or second most famous, probably right. Like household name Ringo star, but like right. in the musician world, like sure. But Ringo, in many ways, like is self-deprecating and saying that, like. He held. He was so popular. He held back drumming because people would like drum like him. Oh yeah, which was very basic. And but I'd also heard this was what I was originally saying was that Ringo was kind of bummed that he couldn't do what the other guys could do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not playing bass like Paul. He's not yeah. playing guitar like George. But they could. Those guys could play drums. Yeah, with some level of competence. I don't know how true that was, but. Anyway. Dude, I like Ringo's drumming. Some people lo- love it or they don't, but yeah. I like it. You seem like that. I don't mean this in a bad way. You seem like you would like Ringo's drumming. Yeah, it's just like... You know what it is? Quirky, like... And drum- And I think drummers with some sensibility of like what... I as I, I shouldn't be pausing. I should just be letting it go. But I think drummers with some sensibility of what the ultimate goal is... To be like catchy, bro. Yeah, understand yeah. that like... Sometimes you just got to rock yeah. or sometimes you just got to like flow with the music or sometimes you just got to do this or that. Um, the who's um, who's the Guns N' Roses drummer? Steven Adler. Adler. Yeah. Like he like my drummer in high school is like he's not like a technical monster, but the dude knows how to rock. Yeah. The drummer for ACDC. Phil Rudd. Phil Rudd. Like Phil Rudd. Not. Not going to, like, whip out a 10-minute drum solo. Yeah. But the dude knows how to fit into a rock song, yeah. you know? So th- those would kind of be examples of what we're talking about maybe with Ringo, too. Yeah. So we've gotten halfway through this song. This is Sunday Rain. I I got to go back to the verse. Yeah, this is like when it starts. This is the second Taylor Hawkins song that we've heard. I like how the song they're not like pushing like the gallop. Yeah. They're like John good John. You're like they're making it so classic rock. Yeah. You know, like, so classic rock. Leaving some space in there. So when we did In Your Honor, disc two, that was the first time that I had heard Taylor sing a song for the Foo uh-huh. Fighters. And and I said at the time, I was like, This is the best song on this C D. Give me more Taylor. And you were like, He's gonna sing more later. And this is it. He yeah. does some backups. But this is the other song that he sings lead on for Foo Fighters. And I made a point not to look for which one it would be before mm-hmm. I got to it when I listened through. But when I got to this song, I was like, oh, this is the one Taylor's singing on. And on In Your Honor, I was like, he's got this like classic rock voice that yeah. I couldn't put my finger on who he sounded like at the time. And I finally think I figured it out. So listen to this again. Then I'm going to say who I think he sounds like. Like that shit that Paul McCartney does, but you know. Now you jumped all over my point. Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I jump all over your points all the time, dude. I'm sorry, dude. but I am gonna play it just one more time. Yeah, dude. Okay, I think he sounds like Steve Miller. Oh, which is not who. When I was trying to think of who mm-hmm. it was, 
that wasn't who I thought. That isn't the kind of person I thought I was going to come up with. Yeah. I thought I was going to come up with like Robert Plant or some yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger Daltrey. But he sounds like Steve Miller, like a Steve Miller with like a little bit of anger, uh-huh. you know? And part of it is this song. Like you, the, the guitars are like real spacey and phasey. And so it sounds kind of reminiscent of something like Abracadabra, you know? And and the vocal harmonies they do are very Steve Miller band, mm-hmm. but that's what he sounds like. I think is Steve Miller, and he should just be the Foo Fighters singer. I'm saying it. <laughs> Taylor Hawkins should be the Foo Fighters singer. Is is he the main songwriter on this song too? No, I think Dave wrote it. Okay, but um, listen to this chorus. I'm going to say, I think you're incorrect. I think Taylor did at least write the lyrics for this. Oh, did he? I think so. Because I remember, I, I actually looked this up already. And I think he had the, um, I think he had the explanation behind the, the vocals. Anyway, or, or the lyric lines or whatever. It's not that important. Yeah. But anyway, what were you going to say? Um, I forget. I ruined it for you, huh? Dude, don't be mad. Dude, I'm so mad. That Sunday Rain's the longest song on the album. It's six minutes long, and I want more Taylor yeah. Hawkins. So Dude, when we start doing our side projects, his, yeah, his solo stuff, we're yeah. going to do Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. Yeah. So, um, that song is just, and we've, we, I can't remember if we've already said it on this episode, but that song for me almost completes their transformation into classic rock band. Yeah. Like this is, this is in many ways like a classic rock band putting out an album that has some other songs that are a little heavier on it. Yeah. But that is so classic rocky. We're going to end up talking about all these. I didn't think we were going to, but the next one is the line, which is short. Pretty catchy. Super catchy. Yeah. I like the beat. Dude, I really like this song. It does seem a little bit like it should be playing during like a Rocky montage. Yeah. Like right this part. Oh, dude, my <laughs> as I as I ripped this CD, my CD must have been skipping uh. because <laughs> there's a whole lot of blips. Let me fast forward. Blips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if YouTube is working, you're seeing me mime doing like yeah. sit-ups. I totally know what Hang you mean. <laughs> like with the sweatband. Yeah. Now I'm lifting a log over my yeah. shoulders. Totally. Climbing a mountain. Climbing a goddamn Dude, mountain. I had this <laughs> um, idea like... There should be like a workout class that only plays like James Brown music. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, get up, mm. get down. <laughs> there probably is. Probably, I mean, just like it keeps moving the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet there that exists. Yeah. I mean, maybe not James Brown specifically. Yeah. See, I thought you were gonna go the other way. I thought you were gonna be like, should only have movie montages. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now pick up that cattle yoke. Yeah. <laughs> Carry it across the <laughs> snow-covered field. Uh-huh. Totally. All right. So there's only one song left. We might as well touch on it. That's the uh, title track, Concrete and Gold. Pink Floyd, bro. Hard pause. <laughs> Sam's going to look at my notes here. I said, not a great last tune. Now read what I wrote there. Pink Floyd-ish. That's right. <laughs> I wrote Pink Floyd-ish. So we agree yep. that this is very Pink Floyd-y. Um, so Mainly the chorus. Right. Let's skip to the chorus here. I mean, that's unapologetic. Yeah. So, but, you know, we didn't really talk ab- about this with Echoes, which is the episode. We're going out of order, and that's what we recorded previously. In in that episode, we really dive deep into, like, the makeup of an album, mm-hmm. where songs fall. And we talked a lot about the beginning, but we didn't really talk about how important or unimportant the last song is. If you're going to put this song, Concrete and Gold, on an album, it has to go last, right? Yeah. It has to. And I, I like it. It'll cut the flow if it's anywhere else. Yep. And I do like the song, even though it's mm-hmm. very Pink Floyd-y. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's good Pink... I don't like all Pink Floyd. Mm. At least that's kind of like falls into the good category of Pink Floyd for me. Yeah, you got I anything like it. You do? D- did you uh, listen to like the very end where they're like, fuck you, Carl, or something like that? <laughs> well, I did, but maybe we should play it for the people. Dead silence. Fuck you, Daryl! Oh, Dale. <laughs> Is it Dale? It's either Dale or Daryl. Oh, yeah. Let's listen again. Whoops. To the end. I don't know. Do you want to get to the bottom of this? Sure. We have the ability. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do cover, cut, hidden gem. And by the time... You already had this planned? Oh, no, I didn't have this planned. (laughs) I wish I had. But I can bring it up in time. So we're going to do cover, cut, hidden gem. And by the time we're done, we will... I will have this... uh, This ready to go. Slowed down. Slowed down. So that we can... uh, so that we can hopefully analyze this. Cover, so, mine is cover. probably Sky is the Neighborhood. Um, hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I would cover... Uh, usually, I'm usually getting on you. Like, you need to have these prepared. I do. But I, I'm calling... I know you do. And now I'm I'm audibling. Audible. Straight audible, press the X button, trigger left. No, Sky is a Neighborhood. That's the one. It has to be. Were you thinking about Sunday Rain? I was. Yeah. (laughs) I was also thinking about The Line. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, that's a song you could play even if people didn't hear it. Like, oh, that's a good band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I think, 
I I just if we're gonna if the wet bandits were to cover it, you have to cover something that people would be pretty interested in, and so that's what that's why you got to go with the single, I guess. Yeah. Not every time, yeah. but certainly in this case, yeah. I think that's what you got to do. So, okay, cut. What are you cutting? Probably make it right. Mm, make it right. Or even probably concrete and gold. Really? Yeah. I'm cutting Make It Right. I think that song blows. <laughs> I hate that Because of that album, I think, could still end with the line. You know what I mean? It could. It could, but I like how it ends with Concrete and Gold. I'm sure I'd like how it ended with the line, but Make It Right just sucks so bad. I hate it. If you did that, though, you'd have to put something else between Run and The Skies and Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You need, you do need a buffer there. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to put those one right after the other in slot two and three. I like Skies and Neighborhood being in slot four. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not a... Oh, Make It Right sucks. Okay, Hidden Gem. The ones you can't pick. Sunday Rain. Obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Obviously. So the you one- like how, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you like how I'm interrupting you? No, it's fine. I like it. You, it you? adds some tension. <laughs> <laughs> the the sing- For those of you who are first-time listeners and have decided by now that you'll never listen again, <laughs> the cover cut, when we do a hidden gem, hidden gems are songs that we love that aren't singles. So the singles on here were Run, Skies, and Neighborhood, and <gasps> The Line. Did not know that. Didn't know The Line was a single. Yeah, yeah. Might have made me change. Mm. It didn't have a video. I remember it was just like, it was released on YouTube and it just had like a picture thing. Yeah. So all that thing I said about how you can't pick the line because it's not a single is wrong. I still would pick Sky's Neighborhood to cover anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously Sunday Rain is killer. I'm surprised you didn't go with La Di Da though. I thought really? that would, No, Sunday just, Rain, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I No, I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're saying. Uh, I have it now. Here is slowed down by about 10%. They say, fuck you, somebody. Here we go. Maybe. Oh, the, the play button is like right next to my volume thing, so it thinks I'm trying to turn up the volume. Here we go. Fuck you, that did not illuminate anything. Let's slow it down a little more, shall we? How much more should I slow it down? 20. 20? All right, here we go. 20% from that. Here we go. That was no sound at all. Fuck you, Let's just slow down the last word. Another 20%? Blue, blue, blue. Yeah, here we go. Again. Oh. I think you're I think it's Dale. Yeah. I don't hear a, an R. Yeah, in there. that's what I'm listening for, the R. Are you guys enjoying this? <laughs> I think I think you are. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter with is he saying is Dale he? or Daryl? We're gonna slow it down twenty percent more. You could just Google. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. We have to do a hard investigation on this. We can't take Google's word for it. Yeah. One more time. Oh, <laughs> here. I think it's Dale. I think it's Dale. We did it. Yeah. One more time for the people. Fuck you, Dale! 
I want that to be my like text ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, wait, no. Here's what we're going to do. At the end, when we record Sonic Highways, we will go through, we will rank these albums, mm-hmm. but we're going to paste it into the episode right here. <laughs> And here we are. Now we're done with concrete and gold. Uh we just time warped from we knew we weren't ready for this. But Holy t- shit, dude, your beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. Oh man. So in the meantime, you think I didn't think of that shit head. Oh my goodness! So I buzz my hair off, uh, but now you know. Sorry, my brain exploded from the time warp. <laughs> so we're in the past now, recording an album for the future. And uh, while I was in the future of the, you know, mortals timeline, I buzzed my hair off. So now <laughs> here I am in the future. My hair just fell off. But I am I am appreciating buzzed hair, Mike. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like. I mean, my head's cold all the time, but I don't. I'm not going to advise Mike from the past slash Mike in the recorded future to leave his hair. I'm generally a less stressed out person about hair now. Yeah. So anyway, that's my advice. It's amazing what time warp can do now. I know. I know. Um, but anyway, so. If while we're doing these rankings you think of something, feel free to advise your past future self. Do do you think any listener Dude, knows what's going on right now? Don't I barely that. know. Don't eat that bad pork in the fridge. Oh, did you eat some bad pork? No, I really didn't. <laughs> you should have just kept rolling with it. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I ate some bad pork. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first now. Okay, so we rank from best to worst. I texted you. This will be on Instagram if it hasn't been already. I texted you and said, while I was going through this, I said, dude, my Foo Fighters album ranks are fucked up. And they are. But you go first. Uh, Should I go up bottom up? No, top down. Number one first. Dude, I had to put Wasting Light as number one. Because, like, it's just so good. <laughs> it, like, and what really does it for me is White Limo. Wow. <laughs> and Miss the Misery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll and, give like, you Miss the Misery. And, like, in bet- <clears throat> on the outside of White Limo, you have Dear Rosemary <clears throat> and Ar- Arlandria. Yeah. And it's, like, and you got Bridge Burning kicking it off. Yeah. It's, like, honestly, Walk's probably my least favorite song on the album. Okay. But yeah, that one. And the drums are just so good. Yep. I can't argue. Two is one by one. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I just like that album because like you got all my life and like times like these supporting it, but then you got like all this deep stuff. Yeah. Like low. Yeah. And come back. Mm-hmm. And uh my third is Sonic Highways. Okay. And it's a good album. I really like the older few the newer Foo Fighters stuff rather yeah. than the old. Yep. Number Horse, four. Concrete and Gold. Okay. Five is the first album. Okay. Six is There's Nothing Left to Lose. Okay. Seven is Echoes. 
Okay. Eight is the color and the shape. Wow. I did not expect that. Yeah, because like I went by like how many... I never played that album. Yeah. I don't know why, because it has so many hits on it that like I've already heard numerous times. I don't know. And then nine is in your honor. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) So we were talking before this. (laughs) I don't mean to let the cat out of the bag about mine. We were talking before this about how we do this, and it's it was really hard for me on this one. And you said, dude, I I just got to write one through nine and then figure out what's the best and what's the worst and kind of like fill them in. I was like, yeah, that's how I do it. Especially with this one where all I could figure out was what was definitely the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in your honor is what I had last. Although I will say that even as I did that, I was like, well, is it the worst? Cause I kind of like the second one. Yeah. But ultimately that's why I put in your honor last is because like the first disc is a throwaway Foo Fighters album mm-hmm. for me. It's like, yeah, there's a, you know, Best of You is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and DOA is okay. But like, it's otherwise just, they felt like they needed to put that in there so they could actually do. I think you even said that on the episode. Like, they wanted to do the second album, but they weren't comfortable enough to just release that. So oh, they put yeah. this re- quote unquote real Foo Fighters album first. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. The second one is like definitely more well written. Yeah. So I feel better about this now that you've read yours. So here's my quote-unquote fucked up rankings. All right. Number one, Concrete and Gold. Ooh. Now, I, I'm i going to stop now and say that the way I ranked these, and you kind of said something similar, but to me, Foo Fighters don't have a masterpiece album. Yeah. That, like, I can listen to front to back, except for maybe Sonic Highways. And just be like, this is great. That's yeah. where Sonic Highways falls short. It's like not every song is great. They're yeah. all just like good. It flows real good. Yeah. And yeah. I do agree with some reviewers that like as you're listening to it, for some reason, maybe it's because everything is like kind of so different. And there's so many guests. It doesn't seem like a cohesive album. You kind of feel like you're listening to a gimmick. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the songwriting is not gimmicky. It just feels it doesn't feel like its own piece of work it does feel like eight puzzle pieces that don't yeah. quite fit together so anyway um i don't think any of these are masterpieces so that makes it hard on one side so what i ended up doing was saying what do i want to listen to right now like of these albums what would i pick to listen to the most you know what would i be most excited to listen to right now so number one concrete and gold which you had for number two wasting light um the, the reason I picked Wasting Light second and Concrete and Gold first was mostly, actually, it was really just tracks seven and eight on Wasting Light. I think are just like, oh. so I'm just so not into those. Yeah. That, and I've already forgotten the names of them. Do you remember? Back what? and forth. Back and, and forth. Matter of Time. Yeah, and Matter of Time. Like, I'm so not interested in those. And it even the songs on Wasting, or uh, Concrete and Gold that I don't, like really care for like la da like uh-huh. i don't love that song but at least it has interesting like textural yeah parts so um that's where concrete and gold just barely edges it out sonic highways i have third i think if it felt more like a complete album it would be number one hmm. but we both had that third nothing left to lose fourth hmm. which i went in i said on this 
yeah, you series. Did. Like that's the reason I stopped listening to Foo Fighters is because I don't like it. But now I do like it. Yeah, like I would say it's the classic quote unquote Foo Fighters album. That yeah, are old school Foo Fighters that I like the best now. Obviously, it has both. It's like the acoustic and yeah, rock. and there's nothing like. I don't like Generator. I've yeah. said it a million times, but like every other song's pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, so I have nothing left to lose. Fourth, Echoes. I have fifth. So those are kind of like the two that I liked. Echoes. Mm-hmm. I I basically like the sound of Echoes more than I like the songs of Echoes. But I don't know. It was kind of toss up for me between Echoes fifth or Self Titled Foo Fighters fifth. So I I put Self Titled Foo Fighters sixth. One by one seventh, which is the one that I came in really liking. But now one by one for me is times like these I really like. Come back, I really like. Uh one by one I'm like okay with. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't know, the filler songs for me are and I don't love as much as I used to. Yeah. I could still listen, you know, it's still good. But we both had color in the shape eight Dang. out of nine that's their crazy. most famous song yeah. dave's favorite song and david letterman's favorite song <laughs> we have eighth color in the shape and in your honor last so i'm glad we're a little aligned it makes me feel better yeah as you being more of a foo fighters fan and me being less so like i'm i'm glad yeah, everybody's like the color in the shape i'm like eh. yeah it's just like eh. The singles are pretty strong. Yeah. Hey, Johnny Park. We both like Hey, Johnny Park. Monkey Wrench, My Hero, Everlong. You know what? That's the kind of... I could do without My Hero. Like, it's a good song, but like I'm not like in love with My Hero. Yeah, I think it's because it's just on the radio. Yeah. But... Good song. You know, the rest of them are just okay. Um, But I do like My Poor Brain and Enough Space. I like those, too. What this says is I like Foo Fighters more than I thought I did. Yeah. You know. So good good on them. They they kind of won me over. No I still say no masterpieces and I don't know how often I'm going to put Foo Fighters albums in my CD player when I have so many other choices. But there are definitely certain songs that I really like. Yeah. So um so yeah. That's that. Don't Are you ready to take the change your life? Oh gosh. You're wasting time. Is, is that what he says? Don't change your life. I don't know. You know what? Dude, I feel I feel a swirling of the winds. Swirling of the I winds. think we're time warping. I think we're Back time to warping. Sonic Highways episode. And we're back. <laughs> wow, what a ranking. I didn't yeah. think you'd put that where you did. Dude. Yeah, I'm so I did. Surpri- <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. What a riveting ranking yeah. you put together there. Jeez Louise, I never saw that. I never saw one by one landing where it did. And can you believe how much we disagreed on that one album? Yeah, that one. Cool, boy, oh boy. But we did agree that. Um, on that. <laughs> we did one agree time. on that other one. That was a surprise too. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, anyway, thanks for tuning in. It has been a great discography. Here's the other thing that we have to... Fighters, to me, evolved like a strong cow 
like they just keep getting bigger and stronger. Oh. And they're just more experienced. Okay. In songwriting. Yeah, like a strong cow. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly just what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. To me, they have evolved. Wow. Maybe this analogy is going to fall apart, but I think right off the top of my head, I came up with a pretty good one. For me, they have evolved like the modern roller coaster. Oh. He didn't think I'd go with something inanimate, did you? Yeah. But there's, we live in, I mean, granted, some people will be biased. They'll be like, Kennywood and Six Flags and whatever. Yeah. But Cedar Point. For many people, Cedar Point is the roller coaster mecca. Yeah. And you have many classic wooden roller coasters there. Mm -hmm. The Gemini is like, used to be the greatest roller coaster, blah, blah, blah. It's a very smooth wooden roller coaster. Yeah. Now, with the wooden roller coasters, you have certain limitations. And, you know, so now you have these gigantic, mega tall, like iron or whatever they're made of now roller coasters that are ostensibly better. They're Mm -hmm. taller, they're faster. Um, but there's a certain like aesthetic that you can kind of lose when you go away from the old school. Like sometimes you like a rickety ride mm-hmm. on a roller coaster. Yeah. Foo Fighters self-titled is that rickety ride. Yeah. And a li- even a little bit in like color in the shape where you have mm-hmm. some, you know, they're still f- the Foo Fighters mostly cause it's just Dave riding, I guess are still like feeling out what they want to be. Now we have this more realized vision of what the band is and yeah they put more songs in there there's more variety but it's also seems somewhat calculated yeah and i i'm not even like knocking it really but like they said they say things like they set out to do something that where hard rock meets pop sensibility Mm -hmm. like that is a metal kick-ass high flying roller coaster Mm -hmm. but there's something a little more charming sometimes about the slower, lower, yeah. rickety ro- wooden roller coaster. Yeah. It's like you ride it because you want to he- feel the bumps. Yeah. You know, you want to hear the clickety clack. Yeah. I will say that doing this has, much like it did with the Chili Peppers, whenever the Foo Fighters come out with something new, I'm going to buy it. I don't regret having to mm. buy all these albums yeah. because. I think my level of enjoyment has gotten more as mm. we've gone on. So I'm looking forward to whatever they do yeah. next because generally I like I like the direction even though I don't really love any of these. Yeah. None of these albums am I like, "Yes, it's give like, it to oh, me." Oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. No. But I but I respect it. Yeah. Respect it. So respect. Yeah. That's that. Get ready. That, sorry, we time warped back. I don't know. I don't know how that hat. I don't know what it'll sound like on the episode, but we time warped back. Next week, there's no palate cleanser. Oh. Next week, and that's just because of the timing of the new Weezer album. But next week, we are we have a guest, David Turner Smith from the Fairweather Dolls. We've had Kevin Brennan on before. He's a delight. But we said, Kevin, we're tired of you. <laughs> we want a different member of the Fairweathered. So we're going to have David Turner Smith 
on He's the Drummer for the Fairweathered, a delightful human being. We were in a Weezer cover band together for a matter of two practices. And uh, he's going to come on and talk about Weezer's Blue Album. We have talked about Pinkerton before, Mm -hmm. so we're not going to cover that out. We're not going to give that album its own episode, but we're definitely going to talk about that with David, too. So it's kind of going to be a Blue Album slash Pinkerton. And... uh, and yeah, that'll be next week. So we just had to pop in and say that. Now, time to time warp back to Sonic Highways. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Bye. Bye. Get wet. Get wet. Bye. <laughs> I drank some wine. I've been really into drinking gin again. Oh, do you like sip it? Yeah. Um, I put some mixers with Kroger has, this makes me sound like a wuss, but I don't care. Kroger has some really delicious, like simple syrups. Mm-hmm. They make one that's rosemary and pear. It goes so good with gin. Hmm. It's like a little treat. Dude, to me, there's no such thing as like being a, a like I'm drinking a vodka cranberry. You're a wussy. Well, right, because you drink White Claw now. Dude, yeah. You well, would say that. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> dude, I like what I like, man. I'm yeah. getting drunk. Yeah, you you're know? right. My, the toughest guy I know, um, is all, he's he drinks beer, mm-hmm. but he really doesn't like beer. He's like, yeah. I'd rather have a milkshake right now. <laughs> <laughs> he always, but he drinks a lot of like ciders and, uh-huh. and like, I don't know the... I think the bastardized way to say it is lambics, like lambics. Basically, like raspberry beer. Oh, um, they give me heartburn. <laughs> really? There, there's so much acid in them, but, uh, but yeah, he he makes fun of himself like for being a wuss. But the truth is, you know, like you said, why yeah. drink what you like? 
But I'm also going to eat what you like, guy. Like, I like to go to restaurants and get grilled cheese like a little kid. Yeah. Chicken fingers, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I love. I love. A gr- I'm a grilled cheese connoisseur, I think. Really? I think so. We're talking to the mics like this is part of I know. <laughs> I thought it was recording. It is recording. Okay. I'm always recording. Because yeah. you never know when a gem will happen. Yeah, I know. Um, Spur of the moment. Jam. Sperm of the moment. Dude, this <laughs> is funny. Okay. So, like, um, wait till they have these, like, weed commercials. Like, how funny are those going to be? Those are going to be You funny. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, we, we were talking about it yesterday, and I was just like, dude, those are going to be so funny. <laughs> Think about all the things, like, food, like, space. <laughs> like outer space, yeah. like there's gonna be commercials, yeah, like outer yeah. space, <laughs> just everything, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Is bro. it? Re- are we ready? One, do you two, think? Three. Do you think we're gonna screw up the intro? Of course, dude. Every One, time, two, three, 